Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the whole Bible every year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Sunday the 26th of February or the 5th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. This new week... Um, we have a new parasha or portion from the Torah, and it is called Tetzaveh, which means you shall command. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus chapter 27, verse 20 through chapter 28 and verse 12. Let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our master. You shall command the sons of Israel that they bring you pure olive oil of beaten olives for the light to cause a lamp to burn continually. In the tent of meeting, outside the parochet, which is before the covenant, Aaron and his sons shall keep it in order from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever throughout their generations on the behalf of the sons of Israel. Bring Aaron your brother and his sons with him near to you from among the sons of Israel, that they may minister to me as Kohanim. Aaron, Nadav, and Avihu, Elazar, and Itamar, Aaron's sons. And you shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all who are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they make Aaron's garments to sanctify him, that he may minister to me as a Kohen. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons, that he may minister to me as a Kohen. They shall use the gold, and the blue, and the purple, and the scarlet, and the fine linen. They shall make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen, the work of a skillful workman. It shall have two shoulder straps joined to the two ends of it, that it may be joined together. And a skillfully woven band, which is on it, shall be like its work, and of the same piece, of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen. You shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on the one stone and the names of the six that remain on the other stone in the order of their birth. With the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a signet, you shall engrave the two stones according to the names of the sons of Israel. You shall make them to be enclosed in settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder straps of the ephod to be stones of memorial for the sons of Israel. 
Aaron shall bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. That was Exodus or Shemot 2720 through 2810. Actually, I see now it was longer than the verse 10. I'm sorry. It was all through verse 12. So you get to hear those verses again tomorrow. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and it will be 2 Kings or Melachim Bet, chapters 21 and 22. Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah. She did what was Sorry, he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord after the abominations of the nations whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places which Hiskiahu his father had destroyed, and he raised up altars for Baal and made an Asherah, as Ahab king of Israel did, and worshipped all the host of heaven and served them. And he built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord said, I will put my name in Jerusalem. And he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he made his son to pass through the fire, practiced sorcery, used enchantments, and dealt with those who had familiar spirits and with wizards. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. And he set the engraved image of Asherah that he had made in the house of which the Lord said to David and to Shlomo his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will not cause the feet of Israel to wander any more out of the land which I gave their fathers, if only they will observe to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to all the Torah that my servant Moshe commanded them. But they did not listen, and Manasseh seduced them to do that which is evil more than the nations did whom the Lord destroyed before the sons of Israel. The Lord spoke by his servants the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Yehudah, has done these abominations, and has done wickedly above all that the Amorites did, who were before him, and has also made Yehuda to sin with his idols. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I bring such evil on Jerusalem and Yehuda, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle. I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Shomron and the plummet of Ahav's house, And I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. And I will cast off the remnant of my inheritance and deliver them into the hands of their enemies. And they will become a prey and a plunder to all their enemies, because they have done that which is evil in my sight, and have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came out of Mitzrayim, even to this day. Moreover, Manasseh shed innocent blood very much, until he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another. 
in addition to his sin with which he made Yehuda to sin, in doing that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh and all that he did, and his sin that he sinned, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Yehuda? And Manasseh slept with his father and was buried in the garden of his own house, in the garden of Utsa, and Ammon his son reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Meshulimeth, the daughter of Hanat of Yovat. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father did. He walked in all the ways that his father walked in, and served the idols that his father served, and worshipped them. And he abandoned the Lord, the God of his fathers, and did not walk in the way of the Lord. The servants of Ammon conspired against him, and put the king to death in his own house. But the people of the land killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon, and the people of the land made Yoshiahu, his son, king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon which he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Yehuda? He was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzza, and Yoshiahu his son reigned in his place. Yoshiahu was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Yedida, the daughter of Adava of Botska. He did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in all the way of David his father, and did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. In the eighteenth year of King Yoshiahu, the king sent Shaphan, the son of Atsalia, the son of Meshulam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, Go up to Hilkiahu, the Kohen Gadol, that he may count the money which is brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the threshold have gathered of the people. Let them deliver it into the hand of the workmen who have oversight of the house of the Lord, and let them give it to the workmen who are in the house of the Lord to repair the damage to the house, to the carpenters and to the builders and to the masons, and for buying timber and cut stone to repair the house. However, there was no accounting made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand, for they dealt faithfully. Then Hilkiyahu the Kohen Gadol said to Shaphan the scribe, I have found a scroll of the Torah in the house of the Lord. Hilkiyahu delivered the book to Shaphan, and he read it. Shaphan the scribe came to the king, and brought the king word again, and said, Your servants have emptied out the money that was found in the house, and have delivered it into the hands of the workmen, who have the oversight of the house of the Lord. Then Shaphan the scribe told the king, saying, Hilkiahu the Kohen has delivered a book to me. Then Shaphan read it before the king. And it came to pass, when the king had heard the words of the scroll of the Torah, he tore his clothes. The king commanded Hilkiahu the Kohen, 
Achikam, the son of Shaphan. Achvor, the son of Mikia. Micaiah, Shaphan the scribe. And Asaiah, the king's servant, saying, Go inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all Yehuda concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not listened to the words of this book, to do according to all that is written concerning us. So Hilkiahu de Kohen, Achikam, Achvor, Shaphan, and Ashaya went to Hulda, the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tikva, the son of Hachas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she lived in Jerusalem in the second quarter, and they talked with her. She said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you to me, This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will bring evil on this place and on its inhabitants, even all the words of the book which the king of Yehuda has read. Because they have forsaken me and have burnt incense to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the work of their hands, therefore my wrath shall be kindled against this place, and it will not be quenched. But to the king of Yehuda, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, concerning the words what you have heard, because your heart was tender, and you humbled yourself before the Lord, when you heard what I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and have torn your clothes and wept before me. I also have heard you, says the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be gathered to your grave in peace. Your eyes will not see all the evil which I will bring on this place. So they brought this message back to the king. That was 2 Kings chapters 21 and 22. Now our portion from the writings will be today Psalm or Tehillim 146. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God as long as I exist. Do not put your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. His breath departs, he returns to the dust. In that very day his thoughts perish. Praiseworthy is he who has the God of Yaakov for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets loose the bound. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord guards the foreigners. He upholds the fatherless and widow, but he turns the way of the wicked upside down. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Hallelujah. That was Psalm 146. And now we have arrived at our final portion of Scripture for today. And we will read chapter 18 in Yohanan or John, 
in the apostolic writings. When Yeshua had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, to which he and his disciples entered. Now Yehuda, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Yeshua often met there with his disciples. Then Yehuda, having taken a detachment of soldiers and officers from the chief Kohanim and the Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Yeshua, therefore, knowing all the things that were happening to him, went out and said to them, Who are you looking for? They answered him, Yeshua of Nazareth. Yeshua said to them, I am he. And Yehuda, who betrayed him, was standing with them. So when he said to them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Who are you looking for? And they said, Yeshua of Nazareth. Yeshua answered, I told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way, so that the word might be fulfilled which he spoke, of those whom you have given me, I have lost none. Then Shimon Kepha, having a sword, drew it, struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol, and cut off his right ear. And the servant's name was Malchus. Then Yeshua said to Kepha, Put the sword into its sheath. The cup which the Father has given me, shall I not surely drink it? So the detachment, the captain and the officers of the Judeans, seized Yeshua and bound him, and led him to Annas first for he was the father-in-law to Caiaphas, who was Kohen Gadol that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Judeans that it was expedient that one man should perish for the people. And Shimon Kepha followed Yeshua, as did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the Kohen Gadol and entered in with Yeshua into the court of the Kohen Gadol. But Kepha was standing at the door outside. Then the other disciple, who was known to the Kohen Gadol, went out and spoke to her who kept the door, and brought in Kepha. Then the maid who kept the door said to Kepha, Are you also one of this man's disciples? He said, I am not. Now the servants and the officers were standing there, having made a fire of coals, for it was cold. They were warming themselves, and Kepha was with them, standing and warming himself. The Kohen Gadol then asked Yeshua about his disciples and about his teaching. Yeshua answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple, where the Jews always meet, and I said nothing in secret. Why do you question me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Behold, they know the things which I said. And when he had said this, one of the officers who stood by slapped Yeshua with the palm of his hand, saying, Do you answer the Kohen Gadol like that? Yeshua answered him, If I have spoken evil, testify of the evil, but if well, why do you strike me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the Kohen Gadol. Now Shimon Kepha was standing and warming himself. Therefore they said to him, Are you not also one of his disciples, are you? Then he denied it and said, I am not. 
one of the servants of the Kohen Gadol, being a relative of him whose ear Peter Kepha had cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Kepha therefore denied it again, and immediately the rooster crowed. Then they led Yeshua from Caiaphas into the praetorium, and it was early, and they themselves did not enter into the praetorium that they might not be defiled, but might eat the Pesach. Then Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If this man were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your Torah. Therefore the Judeans said to him, It is illegal for us to put anyone to death, that the word of Yeshua might be fulfilled, which he spoke, signifying by what kind of death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the praetorium again and called Yeshua and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yeshua answered him, Do you say this by yourself, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief Kohanim delivered you to me. What have you done? Yeshua answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight, that I would not be delivered to the Judeans. But now my kingdom is not from here. Then Pilate said to him, Are you a king then? Yeshua answered, You say that I am a king. For this reason I have been born, and for this reason I have come into the world, that I should testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Judeans and said to them, I find no fault in him. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at Pesach. Therefore, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all shouted again, saying, Not this man, but Barabba. Now Barabba was a robber. That was John or Yohanan chapter 18. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read Hebrews chapter 3 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to read the Bible to all of you, and I pray that the Word of God will give you strength and encouragement and wisdom for all that you need today. For now, Shalom. From Yerushalayim, until next time.